0: Welcome to the Still Mama Tribe's bonus Christmas special with your host Sarah and me. We're just going to delve right in. I Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> this yeah, this can be such a hard time of
1: year. It it's bittersweet. Everybody's celebrating, the shops are busy. There's naturally just kind of an energy about Christmas time. No matter where you live in the world, that is just different to any other time of year. And I think that when you've lost a baby, that changes. And I think, look, we put a a call out on social media and we didn't realize that that this would kind of get the response that it did. And all of our... Um, followers and listeners have just responded overwhelmingly with suggestions of how they remember their baby at Christmas and over the holiday season. And we, Sarah and I just knew we had to do an episode and put this out into the world because it's such an important topic.
0: Mm. And, and especially for the fact that, like, I mean, for me, it's my first Christmas um, going through after the loss of Axel and – you know, for many people out there, this will be their first um, Christmas, um, first New Year, um, just that whole entire holiday period. And because obviously we've, we're very close to Christmas now, um, it's it's been a really hard time. I've been struggling a lot on and off over these last, especially this last week. Um, you know, even just the start of the month of putting up the Christmas tree and, Um, receiving special little ornaments from friends and family um, as a token, even down to we've got three Christmas cards we've received from friends and family. And so far, all of them haven't included him in it, which like for me has been really, really tough. And to the point where I had to obviously put on my um, our Instagram and also my personal Instagram to – it was a beautiful little snippet that I found um, from, you know, obviously a few people had reposted it. In the fact of, you know, if you're writing a Christmas card, you know, just remember to put their baby's name in there because it just still validates them. And for me, you know, if he was here, they wouldn't forget him. So I just think it's really important to remember to include every name on the card. Um, yeah, so mm. which is really nice. It's small, but it's
1: a significant gesture. It really shows the family and who I think we're also we're preaching to the choir here. we're talking to a lot of lost mummers, and you all know exactly what we're talking about when um, we talk about this, but hopefully, we have some other listeners who haven't experienced loss but would like to support loved ones during Christmas season. Um, to just acknowledge the babies and the people who aren't here with us for Christmas and the holiday season,
0: yeah. Because especially the first can obviously be the hardest. Um, so what's something that, um, We've obviously sort of put out to our community was, you know, things that people who have experienced a Christmas um, or holiday period without a loved one, you know, their baby, especially before and what they do to include them. But before we sort of go into that, I feel like it'd be great to, you know, you've obviously been through a holiday period before. And what are some things that you've personally done, Megan, that, um, you know, our listeners can get some insight from if they want to think of anything they want to do?
1: Yeah, sure. So I've had a few years now without Ayla and Lior and uh, in our family, and I think that this is something that we'll keep coming back to is that um, the way that we remember our babies is very relevant to how we have traditions and celebrate um, this time of year within our own families. And so in in my family, on my side of the family, um, it is really special to have a Christmas stocking or a Santa sack or I'm not sure what other people call them, but, you know, the little um, stocking or sock-like thing that people put out for Santa to put gifts in and so in my family we all are kind of gifted a stocking when we are born and that's the stocking that you have for as long as it kind of holds together and I I still have my Santa stocking from when I was born and so now it's something that I've now that I am married and have a you know, my own family, that's some a tradition that we've created. So Regan has his own Santa stocking that we went out and bought. I have mine from when I was a baby and all of my siblings still have theirs and it's something that's really special. And so it only felt natural to the way that we kind of have this ritual to buy a Santa stocking for Lior. And I'm I'm divided about buying one for Ayla. I think when like I don't have one just yet, I last year was my first Christmas without Ayla and it was really hard and it felt, uh, it felt really hard to kind of go out and buy that knowing that it was another stocking that would be set out at Christmas time that represented a baby that wasn't with us. So I th- this year is definitely the year that I'm going to go out and buy one but even now, when we pull out our stockings and we set them all out, kind of on the lounge or the sofa, whatever you call it, um, it's it's just such a moment when we lay out Leo's, which now I guess represents Ayla and Leo's beside Regan's and mine. Even our pets have one each. It's it's a thing. It's a big thing. So that's kind of something that we do. And I know that, Sarah, this is your first Christmas without Axel. And things are, yeah, it's so hard. It's really so hard. And would you like to talk a little bit about what what you've done or what you're planning to do?
0: I still have no idea, to be honest. Um you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very divided and it's, um, it's really hit me harder than what I expected. Um, I suppose I didn't know what to expect really at the end of the day. And it, and and it makes it harder, I think, because I, even just setting up the Christmas tree when we were and, I remember sitting outside later in the evening when Tim and Arthur had gone to bed because they'd gone to bed before me, and it was just I just needed to sit and take some time for myself. And I was sitting on the couch just watching a movie, and I got to a point where I just I had to go outside. I had to have a cry- I started crying on the couch, and I had to you know I stepped outside and I cried again and had my dogs and they were just, you know, sitting at my feet, just giving me the big eyes. Like I know that you're in pain. And, um, so that was really, you know, it was just nice to have that little bit of comfort cause <laughs> you know, it's not like Tim would have, you know, he still didn't even know what, what I was doing or anything. So very oblivious. Um, but it's more because I was sitting outside and then looking in, I kept picturing myself, at that time last year, looking in on what was meant to be. And I kept just having all these flashes of, um, you know, of me holding Axel and Arthur and everything being all happy and light and probably still fighting and all those sorts of things that were, you know, going to naturally come over Christmas time anyway. But yeah, obviously it not being that way. And, um, so for me I've just been having a lot of very vivid um visions of what was meant to be and that's um yeah been been the hardest thing and I you know had that for my birthday as well and um yeah for me that's just been probably one of the t- one of the tough things to sort of go through as well as the fact that with um obviously with Arthur you know he's he's four now and he's so He just really understands the concept of Christmas. Mm. He's so extremely excited about it. He's still scared of all hell of Santa. He loves the idea of Santa. He's happy enough to, you know, walk in the home and leave him presents, but he won't go 50 feet near him sort of thing. So, you know, he won't still have a photo when that was something that I really, like all year I had been thinking about of leading up into this moment that I was hoping that, Arthur would finally be okay to have a photo with Santa because I thought he could take um, uh, our Axel's teddy, which we call AJ Bear because it's obviously um, got his name and um, his birth, death, date and everything on it. And it's a beautiful, beautiful teddy. Um, and I sort of just really wanted him to take that to his Santa photo so that they could have their photo together. And um, it just, yeah, it hasn't happened and it's not going to. And so, so that sort of little thing kind of breaks my heart in a sense because I was just hoping to have that in a moment of once again, it's another thing of at this time last year, that's what I was envisioning of them having a photo with Santa together. And it's just, yeah, it's just sort of all been very different and yeah, just trying to make Christmas, a happy time for Arthur is, has been a massive challenge because I've just haven't really felt, and I think even the last couple of days more um, particularly, I've just had no patience, especially for him because, you know, he's a full on kid, but, you know, I've just, I've just been ticked, like anything just will tip me over the edge um, very quickly. And you know that, that is, you know, that is on me and I found that the hardest because I don't want to be that person, but there's a combination of grief, there's a combination of pregnancy hormones, there's a combination of just what ifs or what should have been and, um, yeah, and just the firsts. And there's so much about it for me that I just want to get it over and done with and that really sucks because I've always been a pretty – Christmassy fun person and especially when I became an auntie because before that um, for a while I think it's because of one of my ex-boyfriends I was very didn't really love Christmas that much you know back in a long long time ago and wouldn't even write Christmas, I'd write Xmas because I was like so anti, <laughs> Like you know, that was just, I'm like, why would you do that? I'm like, okay. Um, but then I became an auntie and loved it again because it's a fun time because you get to be, you know, kids really bring an element of joy around um, to the holiday seasons two birthdays and all that sort of stuff so it's always been a great fun thing and especially going into this time last year again I was I made such a big deal about it being Arthur's last Christmas as a solo child um because that's what we knew was going to happen like it was his last birthday by himself it was his last Christmas by himself and I kind of where I've kind of been at with this at the moment is that I don't want to, um, I've been really tentative to say that again this time because I'm like, there's still so many what ifs like, because we get our 20 week scan after Christmas and it gets to loom over my head. And it's just, it's been a challenge and, um, yeah, which sort of brings me to the fact that, you know, a lot of some things that people have said is is um, that they've gone and got a Santa photo, which is really, really nice. And it's things of um, if you haven't yet done a Santa photo, think about doing it. Even if you don't have a living child, maybe is it something that you want to do of taking – Do they ha- do you have an urn or do you have a photo of them? Do you have a teddy? Do you have something that represents them? um and taking that to santa and having a that first santa photo because mm-hmm. that's what you probably would have or should have been doing at this time so yeah
1: mm. i think it's such an interesting point that children really are the focus of christmas and they bring the magic and the joy and the belief that things are possible and when that kind of when that gets taken away and the situation where you're in now where there's question marks where you never had question marks before about outcomes and about how life will look another year from now it's it's really tough and I think it highlights um what a tough time of year this is for the lost community and so our hearts really do go out to you and we hope that your Christmas celebrations. Do remember and honor your baby. So, what I think we'll do from here is launch into reading out some of the beautiful things that people have sent us for the ways that they remember their baby mm-hmm. on Christmas and New Year's.
0: Yeah, I um obviously yeah we've already touched on the Santa photo, and you've mentioned how you've done the Santa sack stocking, um, which is something that I've heard. Um, Just in, in one particular story that I heard of somebody who their whole family has, everyone in their family has this beautiful white, beautiful Christmas stocking, but the baby that they lost, they have a red one. Mm. And so it not being so full on and in your face, but if you somebody that walks into their house that doesn't know about their story, they're like, "Why? Why? What's with the red one? Why is there a difference?" Mm-hmm. And then that creates a conversation of um, the inclusion of them in the family, which I think is really beautiful. So, yeah, that's a really, really one that I sort of really stuck mm-hmm. with me. I thought that was really beautiful, um, and obviously. You know, many of people have mentioned the Christmas bobble or ornament um, that they put up on the trees, um, whether you just get one um, or whether you're getting one every year, which I think is really um, a really nice way of doing that as well.
1: Yeah. And just on that um we had a mum write in and say that she chose doves for her Christmas ornaments because they were symbolic for her of her baby, of life, and um I thought that that was nice to you. And that comes back to what you were saying about choosing something that's symbolic to you. Maybe it's not completely overt or obvious to other people, but it does really uh, speak to the fact that there isn't a baby where there was expected to be one. And so a few other things that people have chosen is the Christmas star on top of the tree, uh, representing their baby, mm-hmm. um, and including the including their urn, teddy, or some form of memory of their baby in a Santa photo or other Christmas photos.
0: Yeah. The, um, yeah, the star on the top of the tree one has been something that we've been trying to figure out as well because we've been trying to figure out something for Arthur to pick um, for that. And because we had got a couple of stars, but they just didn't fit, they still haven't fitted on our tree very well. Um, but something that I actually came across, I think through someone's Instagram, where they actually had a teddy on top of the tree instead, and I thought that was really cute. So, what I did when Arthur was out the other day is I put on um his teddy that I was mentioning that I really wanted to put in the Santa photo I actually put him on top of the tree his mat is quite pretty heavy but I'm trying to just I I wriggled my way around it and made it work and and because it's got angel wings and so it's the garden guardian angel one like it's such a beautiful bear and um you know for this year anyway that that sort of seems to have worked which is really nice so Mm, that's lovely yeah, and then obviously we had a few people that obviously if you don't have, you know, if you haven't chosen cremation for those that have, um, you know, their, their babies are in a grave that they go and actually Christmas decorate the, the grave, which is really beautiful. And I think that's, you know, a way of connecting in and going there and having some time and a Christmas, whether you're going there to have a picnic as well. Um, I think that's really special. So I think that's something that, you know, a lot of people have come up with, which is great, which is beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. And one thing that um, a lot of people do is either give to charity um, of your choice or maybe a charity that supports um, research in baby loss or um, a lot of mums said that they a present under a charity tree for the age that their child would currently be this Christmas. And that's just a beautiful idea to know that another child is going to receive a gift intended for the child that your age would, the age your child would be. Sorry.
0: Yeah. And it's something that I've been meaning to do and yet to still do. And, um, considering, you know, you, you would have been buying presents for them anyway. So, Rather than thinking about, you know, you not you don't have to obviously give multiple because of all the things you think you would have got them, but even just that one present that, you know, symbolizes what age they, you know, something they actually need for that age that you would have actually given your child, I think is beautiful to make sure that some other child isn't missing out. I think it's really important and such a good good way to help honor your, and then you actually get to write from who that baby is. So whether there would have been eight months or would have, whether they would have been 10 years old by then, like still being able to say that it's from that child, I think is such a beautiful way to give them something for another one. Mm,
1: absolutely. Do you want to read out the next?
0: Yeah. Month? So we've got um, an advent month activities every day throughout December. So,
1: Um, I I liked this one Uh, we had a few people on Instagram send through some photos of things that they do for the advent and um, it was really interesting it didn't have to be anything huge it was it could have been going for a walk and remembering my baby or decorating the Christmas tree on December 1st or whatever activity you kind of feel would be memorable for your baby was there was a kind of a map of activities for the month of December creating memories um, in honour of their baby. How beautiful.
0: So we've got um, the other one of the other things is a flower wreath that you can put out to the sea which I think is really beautiful. It's something that you can Obviously, hang up, um, whether it's outside your door or whether you put it above, maybe if they've got a special place in the house and you put above that throughout the Christmas period and then Mm. releasing out um, either on Christmas or um, after Christmas as you're packing things away, just sort of, yeah, I think that's a really, really nice thing to do. Mm. You could even put it on
1: the dinner table while you're having your Christmas meal. I think that would be lovely.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, and i think with that like you know the the meal time is especially a really really hard hard time um because you're missing that chair and that's something that um i know that people have said that they include um some people might actually include a chair um that represents that person that's not there um or do you take a candle and place a candle on the table or up somewhere higher in case of other, other children that are around, um, and light that candle and, um, cause it's, I know for me, that's something that I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do because come Christmas day and even Christmas Eve, I'm spending it with, um, obviously with Tim's family cause we're staying home this year and I don't know, I just sort of feel a little bit less comfortable. Like if it was my family, I know that I'd just be like, I'll just take his ashes box with me. I don't care. You know, I wouldn't care what they think. Like I would just do it. Um, his family, I know, I know they wouldn't say anything, but I don't know. I just don't know how comfortable I feel doing that or even just taking a candle. I'm just, I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure how to include him within their family and also what Tim's comfortable with as well, I don't know. I'm just yeah, mm. just unsure at the moment. So and how that's all gonna play out. Um and yeah, so another one is presents in the memorial area of the house, sort of, sort of like what we were just saying with the wreath. Um yeah, like making sure that they're included um presents or even just decorations. I know like Arthur obviously decorated <laughs> Axel's little um what we call his bedroom and you know, as we were putting the Christmas tree up, he was just pulling bits and pieces off and putting them onto his stand, which he did completely by himself. And I think that's really,
1: it's really nice. That's special. And that really allows Arthur to be a part of bringing Axel in as well, which is nice. It's nice for if you have other living children, for them to be able to participate and be active in uh, remembering their sibling. Yeah. Another one that was written in, was visiting a Christmas wonderland or
0: event to create new memories for your baby. I thought this was very, very special. Yeah, that's nice. Because, you know, generally most places do have those sort of things, like even, if, even when you're walking around to do the um, the the Christmas lights, you know, like which we're going to do over the weekend at some point, which we've always done with Arthur. But, yeah, trying to somehow work your baby into that as well, whether it's taking something for them, a teddy or pitcher or cr- urn, crystal, whatever, like, and mm. yeah, taking them as you would have taken them anyway. So that's, that's really nice. I like that.
1: Another one was um, a mum had had the ashes of her baby put into a bear, like a stuffed um, toy, soft toy bear. And each year she buys a special Christmas shirt for that bear and the bear can wear the shirt. Mm. She can take the bear around, take photos and have the bear kind of involved. And really her baby is such a big part of that bear, Mm. literally and figuratively. And um, just using that as a reflection of, of the baby that would be there.
0: Yeah, that's gorgeous. I love that. It's such a, you know, special way to include them, especially in a Christmassy way because she's obviously getting the Christmassy shirt and everything like that. And I think that's that's gorgeous. Um, so hopefully, you know, if you've got one of those bears or something that represents your baby sort of, yeah, just sort of dressing them up Christmassy la- style, mm. you know, there's enough Christmas clothes or doll clothes out there and baby clothes that will fit those um those types of things so which is really really nice because you would be getting them anyway for your baby so yeah
1: and the final one here was a balloon release for your baby um probably worth noting that there may be some environmentally friendly options for something like this yeah um but any way that you choose to honor your baby is beautiful so maybe yeah maybe christmas colored balloons in the house even would be would be nice to kind of reflect the child that there the child that you lost.
0: Yeah. Um and yeah, I think we've got a couple other things here that I sort of I put out in a couple of little Facebook groups and some of them are like we've got I know we've got here I'm sure they're around most of quite a few countries like the Builder Bears and you can get little Christmas ones that you might gift them so um, and one particular mum gets them for her babies and puts them in the baby garden that she has at home um, which is really, really nice and what else have we got here? Obviously, most of them are just generally ornaments um, and different ways to include them which is really, really special.
1: Lovely. Well, I think that just about wraps up our Christmas special episode. Thank you so much to everybody who wrote in your very, very precious ways that you remember your baby over Christmas and the New Year's. Um, Mm. I'm so glad that we've been able to share this with everybody. We even had some comments on the post saying it was so nice to read through these and to Mm. even get ideas of how to remember.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and it's one of those things that, Obviously it's a really tough time and if you need to take time out for yourself, um, you know, if you, if a family event's too hard, you know, if you're there and you need to go home, don't put pressure on yourself to be there. Like you don't have to stay. Even if everyone's encouraging you to stay and things like that, take yourself home if you need to, or. Go for a walk if you need to get some air, um, if you need to step away from social media. Massive, massive triggers being on social media, obviously around that time as well. And, you know, if you want to also be on social media and um, put out a post, I'd highly encourage that. Um, You know, that's something that a lot of people have said generally. If anything, that's what they do. They, you know, put a post out on social media in remembrance that their family is, you know, missing that little soul over Christmas. I think that's really important Um, so that the acknowledgement is still there, um, you know, and just be gentle with yourself. I think that's the most important part is if you need anything, listen to your intuition and just take a breather. Mm.
1: And I think the Christmas period can so easily be about material items and about, the busyness and the events but really it's about the love that you share with your family and your loved ones and for your baby even though your baby isn't necessarily present in the way that some other children or other people are I think you know our babies are with us and honoring them is really important Mm. to kind of complete that family circle Mm. this time of year
0: yeah definitely and um and just on that, I'm just sort of came across one one other thing that I think is really really sweet is um another mama um sends her um, living children a present from their baby, which is really nice. I think that's really special, so um that's something that you know I think might be something that I try and do for Arthur and um yeah, that's that's beautiful. But just please, please, please take all the time you need for yourself. I know it's something that is is very very big in the front of in front of my thoughts at the moment of how am I going to cope and I know what I'm going to be like and I have this just like this vision of me just leaving <laughs> Christmas so um you know and that's that's okay. You know, I'm not going to put any pressure on myself this time and considering I already haven't because I'm not organized at all. I'm one of those people that are normally like I've got Christmas presents done months in advance and I'm just organized for birthdays. I'm organized for everything. This year is just – it's just I've needed to not be prepared and just take it as it comes. So I think that's really important to note that you just – do things be a little bit selfish because you know what you're not being selfish because you're grieving and you're taking all the time you need for you because your priority is you so just remember that
1: well from the still mama tribe we wish you all a very merry christmas and a healthy and happy new year no matter where you are or what you're doing and please connect with us over social media if you feel the need Uh, hashtag us like hashtag the still tribe if you share some photos of your baby or the way that you remember your baby over christmas that would be lovely for us to see and share on our stories and um yeah from the bottom of our hearts we really hope that this is a peaceful and loving season for you
0: yeah and we you know, obviously this has been a beautiful little bonus app and we're finishing up the year. We have had some incredible responses to um, how our first season went and that, you know, if, if you haven't listened to any of them yet, please do um, listen whenever you feel ready. Because that's the main thing, is that it, it is a hard space to sit and listen to these stories. Um, but if you are in a, you know, if you're in a good enough space to do that, then really t- encourage you to take the time to do that. And, you know, we'll be back in the new year. We um, have pretty much wrapped season two. We're really excited. So we'll have that to you. And that's with our uh, professionals. Um, yeah. So looking to some big things for the new year for you all. So Merry Christmas, everybody.